In the great bowels of the internet, there are assembled the world's two most prodigious podcasters created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Joe, a chubby Italian nebbish with a slamming tan, and Gomez, a Puerto Rican, when convenient, who doesn't speak a lick of Spanish. Their mission combine their love of all things pop culture to present the most important podcast on the planet. When their powers are assembled, they form the mighty Car Joe-Man. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 259 of the Car Joe Mez podcast. I'm Mez and my not yet 40 year old co-host is... You're damn right I'm not because I'm Joe of the Car Joe Mez podcast. Still a robust 39. <laughs> How you doing buddy? I was very angry with you. I'm not. I'm, I, I, <laughs> apparently. I, I'm so sorry I didn't know. I touched the nerve. You offended me greatly. <laughs> I apologize. Never my intention. I really was talking about the other 40-year-olds who are complaining about He-Man. What do you mean other? <laughs> that, that is, <laughs> I, it, we just established that I am not in that demographic quite yet. Oh, You know, the other ones, the other 39-year-olds, those guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't sure. like dumb. <laughs> You're the best, buddy. Come on. Oh, you, my God. You don't look a day over 25. Look at you. Woo. Oh, well, that's a little bit better. <laughs> How you been, buddy? Uh, well, outside of the fact of my buddy calling me a 40-year-old, uh, I've been pretty good. Keeping busy. Doing, doing the thing. Yeah, doing the thing. Very busy in the Gomez household. School starts September 1st, so it's just been running around, getting ready to get this kid out of the house. Oh, what a great day. I can't wait. That sounds exciting. Um, I remember when I, you know, I once was a kid. Really? And, yeah, you know, it's it's hard to believe now because I just have this intoxicating personality of a of a much younger man, but not quite a kid. And yet, I do remember a time where I wasn't... You know, the, I actually remember being in the womb. Like, wow. I don't have a lot... <laughs> this, <laughs> no, like, I, I don't have, like, a lot of, like, early, early, like, childhood memories. But I do remember being in the womb. How was it in there? It was wet. I imagine. Kind of sticky, right? Ugh. It was, uh, yeah. It, you know, but I was, I was chilling. You know, like, I... You know, like... You know me. Like, I just get comfortable and I nap. Oh, yes, you do. I'm, I'm big on naps, so. I think more people should be big on naps, but, you know, hustle hard culture. No no time for rest. No, I, I love my naps. I would, I would like to think of myself as the nobleman of napping. Oh, nobleman of napping. That's the new one. Thank everyone for listening, subscribing to this podcast. Last week, Gomez, we set a Car Jomez record. <coughs> Ooh, did we? For most opening day downloads in our history. 
Oh, thank you. That means you guys have subscribed. Thank you so much. Yes, and we really do appreciate that. So make sure you continue to subscribe to this podcast. Tell all your friends, just like Taking Back Sunday would. And remember to follow us on the social medias, at Card Jomez, Instagram, and Twitter. And what else do we got, Gomez? I'm on TikTok. Are you on TikTok? No, I'm not. I mess with it a little to try to understand because I have a daughter. So I try to, to do things so I could be hip with the kids, you know? Gomez, and... I don't get it. <laughs> so... like, I, I, I just, like, it is beyond my comprehension. I'm I, on I... I'm on TikTok in the sense that I'm on Twitter and all the good TikToks make it over there. So I, I, I feel like I'm up on TikTok stuff. Like, is it? Is the point of TikTok just to see, like, hot girls doing dances? Oh, uh, yes, I guess. I know that's probably one of the most popular thing, right? Doing dances and stuff like that. I know people do their little comedy uh, sketches and a lot of voiceover stuff. Like, that's, like, the big thing oh. on TikTok, right? Like, they'll play a clip from a movie and then they'll do it in some silly way or something like that. Uh, you know, kids, I don't well, know. You can follow me on TikTok at the Joe Shoes, which is also my Instagram and my Twitter, and uh, you could just go and see the clips that we post of this show that are on all the other social media too. But remember to like it because apparently uh, likes are like currency on TikTok, so maybe we'll get really popular and make a lot of money. I don't know. We'll see what happens. And remember, if you do subscribe to this podcast, take a screenshot of you subscribed. Tweet it to us at Jomez with the hashtag belly button splash, and I will send you an autographed 8x10. And Gomez, we had another person do it this week. I love it. You're going to be busy at that post office, bro. Yeah, uh, they um, they recognize me now, which is nice. But uh, <laughs> our, our good friend John Delena hit us up this week, sent us a screenshot with the hashtag belly button splash. So we appreciate that, John. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Uh, Joe, the first thing I wanted to ask you about today, we haven't talked about baseball at all uh, recently. Yeah, for good reason. For good reason. Yes, very well. We're both Mets fans, so. (laughs) There's nothing really to talk about unless you want to be a miserable podcast for an hour. But this week the Mets are in the news. Oh, you don't say. Oh, yes. Uh, Javi Baez and... uh, Lindor, they had a new little uh, a new little thing going on this week. Yeah, they did. They uh they started giving the thumbs down as a symbol for whenever they got a hit, and apparently the reasoning behind that was that was giving the thumbs down to the fans for booing them. That's right. You boo us when we're bad. We're gonna boo you when we're good. Boy, that's that's real endearing to a new fan base, bro. Oh my god. That's my biggest problem is the two people talking is uh, a guy who doesn't have a contract and a guy who signed one of the biggest contracts in the history of the sport. So it's kind of like, well, what are we doing? You guys have been here for a minute. What are we doing here, and, guys? And that, that's my biggest problem. I, like, I couldn't care less about the contracts. It's, like, nonsense. My biggest thing is, like, I could, I'd be okay if, like, if DeGrom wanted to give me a thumbs down. I'd be like, all right, he's he's earned his stripes. He can do that. If Conforto, even though he's been bad this season, he but deserves like he's been every around. Bull. Yes, he, he he's been around. At least he'd be like, yo, no, I, I'm here. I'm it's not how we I, act. Come on, guys. You know something yeah. like that. But like when Lindor, who's been 
his first season as a Met, he's been terrible. He's just getting back off the DL, and his his little buddy who ain't the 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 letters on his uniform ain't even dry. Like they could fall off at any moment. The ironing is still fresh on that. And he wants to start this shit. Javi Baez, go fuck yourself. That's what I say. Instead of El Mago, you should be El Must Go. Because I would fucking <laughs> cut you from the team right now. <laughs> I love it. I know there's a lot of talk online about the whole booing thing. And, oh, you shouldn't boo the team. And they should boo. Who cares? You boo, you boo. You don't boo, you don't boo. It's really... It's the messenger. As always, it's, it's always the messenger, not the message. These guys... Sit the fuck down. Shut up. You get booed for a reason. I mean, come on. Are we are we supposed to sit there silently? That's always my thing. What are the fans supposed to do when you're on a 10-game losing streak? Just sit there and fucking, woo, you guys, you're the best. I mean, come like, on. At least, at least people care. The worst thing you could have, whether it be in sports or any form of entertainment, and sports are a form of entertainment, whether you want to admit that or not. Oh, it's just it's just classic competition between premier athletes. Fuck that. It's entertainment. We we pay these dollars because we want to be entertained and we happen to like baseball or whatever. But pro wrestling, the worst thing that can happen is having a fan base that is completely indifferent and just doesn't give a fuck. And that's what the Cubs were for all those fucking years because they didn't give a shit. They knew the Cubs sucked for 100 years. They knew they were terrible. They knew they had no chance. But people just like the idea of hanging out at Wrigley Field like it's some kind of fucking cathedral when it's really just a toilet bowl in the middle of uh, Chicago. Yeah, I mean, it was and, right. and, 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 they, and they won their championship. So, I mean, there's only so much I can say. But now a guy like Javi Baez, because he was on that team, is used to being treated like he's special. And you ain't going to get that here, bro. You've been in Queens for 11 minutes. Like, you ain't going to get that kind of treatment here. You ain't done shit. My goodness. The uh, the Mets are pretty much done, right? There's no shot where they got like a 3% chance of making the playoffs. Who gives a shit? The season's over. And you know oh. what? I, I was talking to a buddy about this before. Even when they were in first place for three months... This team was really fucking boring. Oh, yeah. Like, no. it, it wasn't even, f- like, fun baseball where you're like, all right, like, here we go. Like, I we listen, when you're a Mets fan, you you have seen a lot of bad baseball. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's, you know, but there are there are years where, yeah, still, they're bad, but there's still st- something to watch for. Still entertaining. 2012, 2012, perfect example. This was not a good team. But we had R.A. Dickey going on to a Cy Young season, going for 20 wins. Like, there were things to keep you invested. When Matt Harvey came up, uh, guns blazing in 2013, that season, like, there was stuff to watch for. And, yeah, like, you knew the Mets weren't going anywhere. But, like, it was like you had hope. You could see, like, hey, this team could, you know, maybe down the road, these are going to be the guys that make things happen. And, like, now you look at this team and – Everyone just looks like cadavers out there. They look lifeless and lethargic, and it's just its just not fun baseball, and it's not a, a good product. Yes. Earlier in the year, we at least had DeGrom pitching every couple days. That was fun. and uh, Yeah, it was. <laughs> that went to shit real fast. Oh, the life of Mets fans. Just uh, goodness. So, yeah, I, um, I'm somebody who watches every game. I, you know... Not that I watch every inning, you know, but like I'm, I'm usually if I can't, if I'm not in front of a TV, I'm listening on the radio to Howie Rose, and Howie Rose is even out for the season now. I is, love it. 
<laughs> you know, like it's it's terrible. It's just terrible all around. But uh, even I find myself like, eh, you know what? I don't need to watch the Mets tonight. I got to say, that's insane to hear you say that. Because when you just said, it's not like I watch every inning. I'm like, you don't watch every inning? Because to me, I feel, I don't even picture you missing one pitch, bro, of a Met game. That's how much I mean, of a Met fan you are. For the are. most part, like, if, if I'm at work or something during the game, if they have a day game sure, or something. Sure, yeah. Um, and I'm listening on the radio, like I'll yeah. have it playing in the background as I'm doing whatever. But like I'll go home later that day and watch the game just to see, okay, because like I, yeah. I need the visuals. Like I'm nuts like that. But I mean, this season I'm just like, eh, what, like what, what is there to watch for? There's really not a lot. That's it. I agree. I just I'm surprised to hear something like that from you because you do find one little silver lining. Sadly, uh, <laughs> you can't find it this year. That's that's bad. No, I mean. Whether it was hoping to see Dominic Smith have a breakout season, trying to see if Pete Alonso was going to have a big follow-up, Conforto playing his way into a big contract in yeah, free agent boy. year. Jeez. You know, DeGrom. <laughs> we were supposed to have all this great pitching, and we haven't ha- – ha- I mean, spring training, everyone went down and basically hasn't been back. So it's just – it's been a very uneven season, and it just hasn't been an interesting one. One last question. Is Syndergaard not back because the Mets are bad, or he's just that hurt? No. So he began a rehab assignment about two months ago, had to get pulled because he had a setback. Mm. And then he was basically going to start a new rehab assignment this week, and he got COVID. Oh, jeez, I didn't hear that. Oh, God. And it was on his birthday, too. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Oh, man. Boy. Oh, the Mets, everybody. <laughs> oh, goodness. But, but as a baseball fan, you know, I do pay attention to the rest of the league. I have the MLB package. I watch a lot of other teams. There are players I do enjoy watching. I mean, Gomez, oh, look the, at these seasons being put up. The postseason is going to be awesome. It's going to be great. Oh yeah, I'm I'm like I'm excited for postseason yeah, baseball. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It's a lot of great teams this year. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. having a great season. I love watching Fernando. I mean, I'm no different than anyone else. Yes, I'm of course. To start throwing names at you that you've never heard of and been like, oh, this is a guy I gotta watch oh, out for. Fernando like, you know, Tatis, you say, huh? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I need to look into this Fernando Tatis. Otani? What? And I and Gomez, remember. If we got to go back in the archives and find out what episode it was, but it it was before when Otani was still in Japan, and I was watching. You were so excited. Stuff. You were excited for this guy, and you were like, "Okay, who's this Otani guy?" And I was like, "He's basically the Japanese Babe Ruth." And you're like, "Come on now, boy, yeah, he's uh, he's delivered even more so. It's it's pretty astonishing what he's been doing." I mean, and my favorite player in the league right now basically hasn't played all season. Mike Trout has been. Hurt with the most debilitating calf strain in the history of Earth. <laughs> Poor Mike Trout. <laughs> God, M- Mike Trout, where have you been for the past three months? Uh... <laughs> Base- baseball's fun. Our team stinks, but if you like the sport, it's it's a good time right now. Yeah, it, there's a there's so many good players like do, Joey Votto. Joey Votto's not a young guy. No, but back, Joey Votto with the Reds, he's got like 
He made some alterations in his swing and his approach, and he's having a great year. The Reds are actually in a wild card position right now, which I don't think anybody saw coming preseason because now the Giants have. Yeah, the Padres uh, might miss the playoffs. It's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. We, you know, we all thought it was going to be Dodgers and Padres in the West, and all of a sudden the Chaos Giants come in and just uh, interrupt the party. And Fucking they've been in giants. first place for the majority of the season now. First place, best record in baseball. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, well, uh, as the season ends, we'll uh, we'll do one of those uh, baseball podcasts. I know the fans like that. We'll, uh, yes, we we always do our uh, Mets eulogy when they're finally <laughs> eliminated. You know, when you put it that way, it's like you know we do do that every year because it's not like we have some uh, some good stuff. It's always. Oh, well, here we are. Oh, goodness. Mets eulogy. Baseball. Ah, oh, sports. Can we talk about some, some good stuff? What do you, What kind of good stuff you got on, on your mind? The only thing, I, the one thing in my mind all week, we didn't even talk about this because I forgot about it, is there was a movie on Hulu. It starred our double main man, John Cena. Called Vacation Friends. And let me tell you, if you love John Cena, I just... He was amazing in this movie. I keep thinking about it, cracking up. Oh, my God. I'm in. He's going to be a superstar. I can't wait. So, I didn't even know this was, like, a thing. Like, I didn't know it was I heard out. about it, and I totally forgot about it because it's such a... I was like, oh, John Cena got a movie coming out? Oh, that's cool. And totally forgot about it. You and know, then all of a sudden, boom. So, the past couple of weeks, we kind of been shitting on Netflix for the way they promote or don't promote their new... TV shows or whatever it is that they have coming out. It's just like one of those things that you kind of have to trip over something else to be like, oh, what's this? And just like, because you don't know. And that's how I felt about this movie. Like, I, I had no idea this was like coming out, is out. Like, I didn't know anything about it until you wrote in our group chat like, hey, about to watch Vacation Friends. And I was like, what the fuck is Vacation Friends? <laughs> They, uh, Hulu, this is a Hulu movie, Hulu original. I think when it comes to original content, Hulu's got to be on the bottom of that list. Uh, nobody talk about no Hulu shit at all. Well, what else do you watch on Hulu? Hulu is like next day shit. Oh, I miss Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Let me watch it on Hulu the next yes, day. Yes, that's, like, that's, that's what, what I think for. of Hulu. Hulu is where I go to watch the TV shows because I'm a cord cutter. Yes, Exactly. Uh, other than that, I know they've had a, a couple shows, and I've watched a couple of them, but even the ones that I would bring up are probably like four or five years old. I'm I can't... Gonna say like Hand, Handmaid's Tale? That's a Hulu show, That's right? Yes, that's their most popular. Yeah. That's probably the only thing that people talk about. Other than that, they have a, uh, a horror anthology thing where they do every month, they do a horror movie based on like the month's uh, holiday or something like that. So that's been going on for two, three years. That's something I check out. Other than that, no. Nothing. Not one thing. But apparently, they decided to give John Cena a movie. God bless him, bro. So tell us what it's about, Gomez. Vacation Friends. I mean, you can kind of infer what it is from the title. But give us a little synopsis. Yes, it's about a couple goes on vacation. They have some issues with their room. They make friends with this very... Very wild out there uh, couples. Uh, who's in this? John Cena. What's the other guy's name? Darnell. What's his name? No, honestly, I never, I've never heard Little of Little Rel. 
I always forget his name. It's yeah. He's, he is in stuff. He's, he's in he's Get Out. He's recognizable, but yes. like he's like, I'm, I'm, this is gonna sound horrible coming from me, especially. But he's not famous enough for me to actually know who he is. I get that because I I know him from stuff and the things I would would say. You probably uh, don't like. Know. I said he looks familiar, but like I can't place anything that he's nah. really done. And uh, but honestly, I thought everyone in this movie was great. They were great. I thought the casting in this movie was really good. I thought this movie was very funny. Like I didn't have like high expectations for it, but and, and I don't I think I'm on the I think you and I are going to be on the same page. John Cena really steals the show. Oh yes. I think the movie's good. It is funny, but a lot of the goodness and the humor comes from John Cena. Just he just goes for it. John Cena, you tell him, "Hey, we need this kind of character." He's like, "All right." And he just totally goes for it. And he's just the best. If you love John Cena, if you like comedies, you should watch this movie. Yeah, I think 100%. Cena really turned it up to 11, really embraced the fact that hey, it's a comedy, like just go and have fun with it. And he really did. Fun little movie. These are the type of movies that People complain about don't get made so much. Like just the small little okay comedy that you would see on a you know a Friday night, whatever, flipping channels. Like this is perfect. This is a perfect little cable movie that I would say. I, I, I'd say it's a good cable movie. I think it's great for Hulu. It's a very easy watch. Uh, it is rated R, which I didn't think anything in it was like too, too bad that it would uh, uh, get an R nah, rating. Just, nah. They say fuck a, a couple times, yeah. you know. What the fuck's wrong with you, stuff like that. But no, there's nothing. There's nothing out. But it's a nice, like easy that. watch. I would think it's a good date movie. Like go out, have a, a a nice laugh and a good meal. You go to Moe's Southwestern Grill. Yeah. Mm. What do we get in there? What do we get in there, Moe's? Uh, what? What? Uh, I get the. It's a burrito, but it has like a weird name. I I don't. The wrong Doug. Yes. <laughs> it's so stupid. All their names are just. It's I think, a, I think they don't do that no more. I think they're kind of like, oh, it's a burrito now. Like I, I don't think they have silly names. It gets anymore. me so confused. That's a, that's why I stopped yeah. going to Starbucks. I, like, oh. like I can't order a large. Like, what the fuck? Like, I use the app. The only time I go to Starbucks is Christmas time around the holidays. I love me some peppermint hot chocolate. Mm, you always best. have you. You've been on that for years now. That's that's my thing. I love me a peppermint hot chocolate. I'm a big fan of Starbucks. That's the only time I drink Starbucks. I'm not a coffee guy, but the hot chocolate, mwah, delicious. I uh, I am a coffee guy, but I'm not a Starbucks guy. I'm actually I love Wawa coffee. I get it every you, morning because you make what, it yourself. You oh. you go there, you put your oh, own that's sugar. right, you ground. You grind? Do you grind the old little beans? No, no. They just have the urns of all the different flavors of coffee oh, okay. they have. But you can add whichever uh, creamer you like, and you can mm. add whichever sugar you want. So yeah. e every coffee is made to your exact specifications, and you don't have to worry about it because you're doing it yourself. That is and good. You know what? I like that. Are you a, a Dunkin' Donut fan of their coffee? Yes, I do like Dunkin' Donuts. So you take – all right. So Dunkin' Donuts would be number one in the – in the coffee game of Starbucks, I know people. That's that's the big rivalry, right? Well, is there another one I'm forgetting? Um, coffee wise, I'm t well, everyone says Tim Hortons, but that's really Canada, uh, right? But everyone they, sweats Tim Hortons. I hear that they opened one by me. Actually, they're starting to pop up. Uh, they Long are starting Island. to pop. There is one at um, 
in New York, if you have to take the air train from the air uh, from the airport to like the oh Royal yeah, there's Railroad, one there. There is one. Uh, at, what is that? Jamaica Station. Yeah. Okay. Because I saw that, I was like, one of the last times I was in New York, I was like, this looks weird and out of place. It does. What when they were building, I was like, a Tim Hortons. What the fuck? So I don't drink the coffee, so I don't know if it's good. But I had the donuts, and they were okay. It wasn't anything special. I felt. I don't know if they're supposed to have good donuts or not, but. You know, I'm a big uh, coffee creamer guy. If you follow my Instagram at the Joe Shoes, every now <laughs> and then, whenever I try a new coffee creamer, because I, I like to try them. I, you know, I like trying trying different things. You know, I'll I'll put up a little uh, one shot Instagram post review, nice and quick, and I'll have to give you my thoughts. The recently, I shouldn't say like recently, as in it just happened, but like quasi recently, I they had fruity pebbles creamer and cocoa pebbles creamer. I've had uh, sweet creams and Italian creams and hazelnuts, whatever I can find. Anytime I see something new, I want to try it out. Fruity Pebbles was one of the worst ones I ever had. Kellyanne loves the Fruity Pebbles. So this is like, so I don't drink coffee just because, like, uh, when I would drink coffee, I would put so much sugar and milk and creamer. It's You're like, not well, even I, having I'm coffee. Not, yeah. It's like I, I don't like coffee. What am I doing? So let me just not have this. So. I haven't had coffee in years and years, but I do, I get up, I get sad because I go down the aisles and I'm like, oh my God, look at this Twix creamer, <gasps> peep tw- creamer. And I'm like, oh, I'm losing my mind going, should I just buy it? What if I just drink some? Is that weird just to taste it? It is I don't because know I believe me, I, I do do that sometimes <laughs> where like I'll, okay. I'll, I'll take like a shot of it. And I'll be like, oh, no, 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 no. This was... This, <laughs> Good. This, I'm glad I've never done that. This was an egregious <laughs> error in judgment. Because I'm always smelling it. I had a it, Snickers one. I had a Snickers creamer. And I yes, was I've like, seen that. I was like, yo, I, I love Snickers. I love the Snickers ice cream bar. I love regular Snickers. I love fun size Snickers. And I'm like, I, I could drink this, right? Like, who doesn't want a blended Snickers, basically? A Snickers shake? So like, it's like a Snickers shake. Don't... don't don't drink it. Don't do not drink it. Straight. <laughs> Good to know. Cause I'm telling you, I'm tempted. I but smell it. The creamer mm. was dynamite. The Snickers one was very good. So I, I get the smells, and the, they always smell good. I'm always like, oh, this one smells good. Uh, so you said you like the cocoa pebbles. Have you had one recently? That's the most recent one you had. So the most recent one I had was um, Italian sweet cream, both by Coffee mm. Mate. And International Delights. I want to say the, oh. the the Coffee Mate one, I believe, is a Cold Stone branded one. Oh, that's cool. Is that the, is it the Coffee Mate one? Well, one of them is branded uh, Cold Stone Sweet Cream. And mm. I love the Cold Stone Sweet Cream ice cream because when I whenever I go to Cold Stone, my go-to order is the Oreo Overload. And they use the Sweet Cream ice cream for that. And I love it. It's good. Um Mm. But I want it might be the International Delights one. Now that I think about it, I got to look at my fridge. Um, <laughs> wh- whichever one is not the Cold Stone one, I actually like better though. Do you have a brand that you use, or you just whatever you see a flavor, you're gonna try it? No, I'm, I go strictly on flavor. Uh, I'll tell you what, the the one that was recommended to me the most, where people would comment and and reply like, "Hey, you got to try this," was Cinnamon Toast Crunch flavored. Mm, yes, I have seen that. And I got to tell you, not impressed. Oh, that's disappointing. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, so flavorful, so delicious. It was, it wasn't bad. Like, I didn't throw it out or anything, but it just, 
it didn't it didn't wow me it didn't like i'm probably never gonna buy that again it was just eh like the fruity pebbles one i had one day and i was like no i cannot do this i threw it out cinnamon toast crunch have you gone down the cereal aisle there's like six flavors of like these cereals now it's crazy so i am very bad at food shopping so every now and then I'll walk down the cereal aisle, but I'm really just looking just for Just going for what you want, I guess. No, not even that. I'm really oh, no? I'm really just looking to see if like there's any novelty cereal that's hitting shelves. And I guess I go, I normally shop at a Walmart grocery. So it's not like a regular Walmart Supercenter that you think of. It's strictly a grocery store and they don't really get anything very interesting. Like, they don't get, like, I feel like they don't get, like, seasonal, like, exclusive stuff or whatever. Like, if I want that kind of stuff, I have to go to the actual Walmart, I feel like. I was going to say, Walmart is usually, like, the one place I know I could get. Like, Target's hit or miss with certain, like, fun seasonal stuff like that. And Walmart's usually always got it. So, to hear that the supermarket, that, that's crazy to me. Yeah, like, I figure I should be able to find this stuff. But, like, I can't because now I see, um, especially, like, Dinosaur Dracula has been posting, like, they got that Monsters cereal mix. Like, you think yeah, I haven't I seen it anywhere. I can't find it for shit. But, no, like, every, but- every time I do go looking for something, I can never find it at this supermarket. So I always feel like I got to go venture out, almost like I'm toy hunting or something. And they'll be like, all right, I'm just going to hit five stores today, and we're hopefully going to find it at some point. Last week I mentioned I had went to Target to get back-to-school stuff, and I was surprised that it wasn't Halloween yet. I went to Target uh, two days ago, and it was still back to school. Still wow. no Halloween stuff out. I was I couldn't believe it. Yeah, see, that's at this point, especially because everybody else has it out already. It's you almost wonder, like, okay, what's wrong? Did they not get their shipment? Is it stuck it makes on the no boats like everything else? <laughs> the Dollar Tree's been Halloween for like six weeks now. <laughs> like, I I was surprised. I was like, oh, maybe I'll. I'll see if they got any cool candy out. And I'm like, oh, it's still fucking notebooks. Get well, out of here. We are getting logistical uh, delays with basically all kinds of goods and products right now. Uh, all these boats are coming into like the ports and can't offload because they don't have the enough uh, manpower to uh, offload all these boats. So you're uh, so much stuff is getting. I, and I see this a lot in toy collecting right now. All these boats are unable to offload they're just sitting there and like i'm going to PowerCon in two weeks in anaheim california it has exclusive uh masters of the universe origins figures which i have pre-ordered and reserved and we just hmm. got an email saying we don't think we'll be able to get these figures off the boats the, Crazy. the ships are here but they can't offload the boats so they're like we'll have to um, contact you after the convention and uh, have to ship it to you. So there's going to be a fee for that now, obviously. Ew. Which, honestly, I'm okay with because then I don't have to fly with it. Sure. Were you planning on getting any of that stuff signed? Any of that? No, that's all exclusive okay. stuff. I wouldn't ruin it for that. So there's three. This is actually really funny. I was buying it just because I wanted it for my collection. I've been collecting these Masters of the Universe Origins figures. I'm very much enjoying them, and I wanted these pieces. So there's three different sets. Got one of each, and I want to say I don't know what they were. Maybe two hundred bucks total together, and they're already 
reselling on eBay for fifteen hundred bucks for the three of them. So now I'm sitting here going, well, maybe I don't need them that much. I understand. I get it. My God, that's that's crazy. Because the, the demand, especially for people who are unable to attend the convention, you know, it's not like everyone could just show up. You know, every He-Man fan in the world can just show up in Anaheim and go to PowerCon. So there was like a pre-sale for the people who are attending. So you got like first dibs and then whatever was left over went to a, like a non-attendee pre-sale. Sold out, cool. sold out in minutes. So people are going nuts now because they can't get these figures and they want these figures so bad. And I'm just like... Well, that's an awful lot of money. That's so fun. Like, they've never heard of, of exclusives before? <laughs> like, well, now on. it's... I, I think everything has been exacerbated by the pandemic, and people, you know, have had nothing to do or maybe are still unable to go and go out and do anything. So they their collecting game has jumped up so dramatically on in everything. Whether that's action figures, baseball cards. I mean, you saw all the stories during the pandemic where, like, uh, workers at Target, like the vendors who would fill up this oh, trading card, they're not, like getting yeah. accosted by. They're not allowed to sell those things anymore. It's yeah. wild. That's just crazy. You cannot go buy Pokemon cards at Target because some fucking 40 year old who's not Joseph. Would go Correct. in there and start fucking like, what? I need this buying boxes and getting angry that boxes aren't out. Like, what are you doing, bro? Oh my goodness! You shared a story in the chat. Uh, I've semi followed it about the uh, video game collecting. How there's a scam going on where people are basically faking their authenticity or, or pumping it up or some so, shit like this. What's the story here? It's, it's market manipulation, is really what it is. Okay, and basically. <clears throat> There is a video out there on YouTube. The, the guy who does it has been doing like these somewhat like investigative videos about the video game industry and how graded games have become such big business. But really what it's due in part to is the people behind the company WADA, W-A-T-A, which is, I guess, become like the number one, like the premier video game grading service. What they're kind of doing is they're trying to build this false market with the price of graded video games where they'll, okay, maybe a game sells like a something big, like a Super Mario Brothers, sells for a lot of money. Well, what they'll do is they'll buy it for themselves, put it at auction for like one of these like real auction houses who's also kind of in on it and getting a cut off the final sale price, obviously. And they'll boost the price and kind of just buy it back themselves. That way they can say it's sold higher. And and then they go to sell it. So when they sell it, now it obviously sells higher than what they just bought it for anyway. So what they've done is artificially inflated the price. I didn't want to cut you off. The motherfucking ice cream man just pulled up on my fucking block. I just heard that. Okay. It is 8.30, the day before fucking school starts, and this cock-sucking ice cream man is outside blasting his shit. This man, I'll tell you right now, we live in a cul-de-sac, so the ice cream man acts like we don't exist. He's come down here literally like four or five times this summer. The whole summer. And every time, the whole summer, and every time he comes... I give this man like five, six dollars. Like if I if it's thirty dollars and I give him like 
twenty something. I'm like, here, t- keep keep the chains, bro, because I want this guy you to, want come, him to back. come back. I know. I'm you. like, yeah. oh yeah, come back. He don't come back for weeks. I'm like, what am I doing? Last time he came, uh, two days ago. I didn't give him extra money because I'm like, summer's over. You've been here three times. Kiss my ass. This guy ain't getting no fucking tip. And he comes back two days. I'm going to fucking kill him. Unbelievable. This ice cream man. Go you were ranting. You were telling us. I got to ask. What, what is the hot ice cream pop of the summer? Like, I remember, like, when I was a kid, I always wanted the WWF ice cream bar. Or, like, they'd have, like, the Ninja Turtles pop with the gumball eyes. Like, what's the hot uh, ice cream bar for this summer? We can't even talk about that because... The man comes. Because the so man's only been there three times. You haven't been able to experience it. And every time he comes, Shiloh's like, "Oh, can I get like that minion pop? Oh, we ain't got that. Oh, can I get that Hello Kitty? Now nah, we ain't got that. So it's just soft serve. So she's just getting a double cone with rainbow sprinkles. That's it. Uh. Because the motherfucker, he don't come, and he don't come with pops. It's unbelievable. I don't want to say nothing bad about the ice cream man, but oh, he's making me mad. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So, yes, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, it was very interesting what you were talking about. We'll, we'll link to it video on Twitter games. or anything, but uh, if you want to watch <laughs> yes. the video, it's about 52 minutes long. It's very, very interesting. I know our buddy uh, Anthony Back watched it the other day. He's a big video game guy. Um, so And he said the same thing. He's like, wow, you know, there's a lot going on here. And there definitely, definitely is. Yeah, because I've seen tweets here and there talking about, like, why is this game going for so much? Like, there's a lot of confusion going on. Yeah, there was uh, just recently a big sale of a Super Mario Brothers game at auction. I want to say it was the first game to ever sell for, like, a million dollars. But... And wait, was, really, was there a reason? Like, what was no, the reason? that's the thing. Is like That's the thing, right? That's so, why everyone's like, wait a minute. Like, yes. this game ain't special. Like, exactly. what are we doing here? And one of the big things is... Uh, have you heard of PSA? They do like sports card grading. They're, yes, that's uh, what you that's what you got to do. PSA graded ten. Exactly. Blah blah blah. But yeah. the thing with PSA is they have what's called a population report, and you could just go on their website and see what the population report. And what the population report is, it tells you how many cards that they've graded. Like any card, if you say, "Hey, I want to look up Jacob Degrom rookie cards from tops that year," you pull it up. It'll show you how many they've graded, how many of those were tens, how many of them were nines, eights, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It gives you the population of every card they've graded and at what grade. WADA, the video game service, refuses to give out population reports. Mm. So it le- because of that, you know, they're saying, oh, this, this game is graded a 9.8. That's super good. But okay, how many are out there? Oh, well, we can't tell you that. We don't know. That's silly. So, yeah, exactly. It's very suspicious. So it's just, it adds more fuel. Like once you start peeling back the layers of the onion, there's, you know, there's a, a there's a lot of collusion in there, it seems. You know, I don't like peeling back layers of onions. I mean, No, obviously terrible. you chop them. You chop them. I mean, yeah. what, are we, what are we peeling? It's fucking, yeah. some of these sayings, bro. So, Gomez, you know, uh, was it last week or the week before we talked about The Malice at the Palace on Netflix? Yes, we did. And we said uh, that one was so underwhelming, it almost makes you not want to watch the rest of the episodes. Oh, did you watch another episode? I've actually watched two of them since then. 
Oh, was so one I, of them a hockey one, or did that not one come out? So the, I think that one just came out. I haven't gotten to that one yet. I believe that, okay. that one involves with like um, betting on the games or something. Um, the ones I did watch, I watched the Christy Martin one that we oh. mentioned. Yes, and awesome. I, I watched the Caitlyn Jenner episode. Oh yes, okay, awesome. What you think? Uh, better. The, the both of them were significantly better than the Malice at uh. the Palace. And now maybe I'm just, I have a soft spot because I like my sports documentaries. I mean, 30 for 30 really killed it with all the stuff they did over those years. Uh, So good. But the Christy Martin episode, especially because she's like a story that I like, I would have never thought to do a Christy Martin documentary. No, but it makes sense. Like it, it was pretty popular. Like she was pretty popular when we were kids. Yes. And I didn't realize like how long she kept boxing. You know, it's like. Oh, I didn't. You know, yeah, like, that faded. That faded fast. When I think of her, I think of her in like the early to mid '90s, kind of opening up for Tyson. Yeah, like through like three, four years. So my timeline is like way like skewed because like she's like it's like 2003 and she's like still going. Wow. Yeah. No. Definitely not. Not at all. That's and, not at all what I'm. And thinking. then her personal life story is. I mean. Uh, like, it sounded like it was bananas. It's it absolutely is. It's just wild, crazy, uh, very informative episode. I liked it a lot. Uh, also, the Caitlyn Jenner one was another one where I watched it, and like obviously I've heard of Bruce Jenner like as a kid because he was the Olympian and he was on the Wheaties box and all that. And then he yes, ca- very famous. But like I think this generation, we kind of think no. of him as a meme, you know, because of the Kardashians. No, and yes, Bruce. To all our parents, Bruce Jenner is this all-American. Oh my God, he like it was. Forget about it. But to us, it was always he was the husband of of Chris Jenner and the Kardashians, like a joke. Yeah, you know. And then with his uh, transformation into Caitlyn, you know yeah. that became like obviously big news and. She's very open. They, they, you know, the whole interview is with her, Caitlin, and then. Well, what is what is what is the what is that talking about? Just about the whole story of the of whole story the life? going back with the okay. Olympics and okay. the feelings that she had the whole life, knowing she was unhappy in her body, knowing she wanted to make a change, and then yeah. really the Kardashian show kind of changed everything because she had been getting ready to kind of go about that. And, and then, then when famous. the show came out, like all of a sudden everything changed. And that was always a rumor I always heard was that like that was something that Bruce Jenner was, you know, maybe not happy being Bruce Jenner and stuff like that. And it, you know, it, it seemed like I guess because of the show, it makes sense that it was uh, on the low for a while and then eventually just co- couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, that's very so interesting. That sounds it, like something I, I'll check out. It, it definitely was worth the watch. I, I do recommend it. Like I said, another one of these stories where like I wouldn't have sought out a Caitlyn Jenner documentary, but no. it was there. I said, oh, let me put it on. And you come away with a very different feeling toward this person that you, you know, like I like, obviously, I don't know Caitlyn Jenner, but you have this built up impression of what this person is because you've seen them so much on TV over the past 15 years. And uh, you come away with a very different impression, I think. Sure, but at the end of the day, that person's still a piece of shit. Uh, if you follow anything currently, running for governor. Yeah, oh, that, yeah, like uh, yeah. Yeah, it's just a big piece of shit. But sure. 
uh, but that's I mean, interesting. just from yeah. understanding the mindset. Oh, and- yeah. No, I get it. Yes. Totally. This week is the hockey one, you said. Uh, it was something about uh, bad. All I know is this, this bad team on ice. And it was intriguing. I was like, oh, I got to mention that to Joe if he knows what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, I don't. I, I just saw, like, the quick preview on Netflix. And I was like, oh, I don't even know, like, what this is about. So, you know, I, I really can't speak on it. So, But I will check it out at some point. No, that's good. Now I know what. Uh... I'll have to add that to my queue so that I can uh, keep up with new episodes. That'll be, uh, that's fun. Thanks for bringing that up, Joe, because I totally forgot about it. Netflix has really been pumping out a lot of new content lately. I mean, we spoke about some things last week, and I don't know if you watched this. I did. uh, Posted a picture of me with one of the stars on our social media this week, Rachel Lee Cook. Of course, I'm talking about He's All That. I did not get to he's all that. I watched 90% of the Bob Ross doc. I think I have 10 minutes left to the Bob Ross documentary. But uh, he's all that. I did not get to. I, f- I didn't feel guilty either because from what I'm hearing, it sounds like maybe I should stay away. Is, it's is not this good. true, Joseph? Okay, it's well, not good. <laughs> here's the thing. Um, even though I am not yet 40, I am not a teenager. So, yeah, I get it. It's not for us, but still, the kind of movie that it should be going for is something that we appreciate because we love these high school movies. Like, we love shit like that. It's just weird. And it, the thing is, so much in the world has changed since we were in high school. Like, Oh, is that why? You know what it is? Like, I didn't have a cell phone in high school. You know what I mean? Like, no one did. No, it's true. No, yeah. You had a beeper, maybe. You know, maybe. and now, like, the main character in this movie, like, the cool girl... Like, she's a TikTok star making, like, a couple thousand dollars a a week, you know, just being on TikTok. And it's like, wait a minute. Like, what? Like, you know, but, like, yes, I I know that this happens in the world. But, like, for me to buy into a story, it just, I I just couldn't do it. And they all have such stupid fucking names. Is this this what we name our kids now? Like, fucking Padgett? Bro, bro, <laughs> yes, you don't even understand the names that we get on uh, on a friends list or in the the school picture. Yeah, bro, these there's a lot of shitty names out there. Like Paget, like that's you know I'm just like what the f-? like Rachel Lee Cook, you named your daughter Paget. <laughs> Gotta be unique, bro. <laughs> and you know what fucking bothered me too? So Rachel Lee Cook plays the mom in the movie, and. Yes. Okay, fine, I get it, but she's not even Janie. Like it's a completely. I know it's a different. It's so funny because you think that the, it 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 oh, it doesn't really hurt the movie to just be like, oh, this is the same character. Yeah, let's like, bring who gives a like, shit? like what do we just say? Like this is I've heard that that it, it's not the same character. It's like oh, I guess it's just to a cute thing for us to be like, oh, look, it's that girl in it. I that's really on. all it is. And then they there is like a. Uh, like a dance, a synchronized dance sequence at the prom. That's fun. Uh, it's not. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but then oh. they they won me back at the end because they did a sequence to kiss me. Oh, so that's awesome. That's good. But, and then I was like, all right, this is cool. But, like, I'm going into this. I'm like, oh, it's got the kid from Cobra Kai who was also the son on designated survivor like oh and, it's you your know, boy then 
Yeah, like he he did a couple episodes of Fuller House. Like this. Oh man, he he's like that guy for that age group. You know, like I love it. And I'm just like, oh, this has got to be like somewhat decent. And it, like you just keep watching it. I'm like, is this really what kids are like now? Like going to swanky ass karaoke parties? Like it just. I don't know. I can't relate to it. My my teenage years were very much different, and I understand this is not for me, and that's okay. But all in all, uh, I, we're not going to play any music for this, but I would only give this a double and a half main man. Oh, all right. So not the worst thing. Uh, two things. One, sounds sad that uh, we can't relate to these high school kids and these movies, so... I was thinking maybe we do another top five episode soon and we could do something like top five high school movies. High school movies we could actually relate to? <laughs> Just the ones that we like. <laughs> yes, the, the ones that we like. Fuck everybody yeah. else's thoughts. Fuck that. And then I saw this thing. I don't know if it was true or not, but I saw this tweet uh, I think it was from an interview or something. It said Rachel Lee Cook turned down the role of Rogue in X Men. She didn't want to. She wasn't big on doing it. It's like, oh, really? The green yeah. So that's like I'm just trying to think of how. Wait, like, I like mean, now or like back then? No, back then, back then when it was, I guess, Anna Paquin. Anna Paquin, yeah. Yes, and it's like, oh man, that that changes everything, huh? Right, trying to picture her in that movie in that role. Right, it's kind of weird. And you know what it is though? I like Anna Paquin was good in it, so it's not like like how much more like would Rachel Lee Cook have obviously it would have been different, but like could she have made that better? Like uh, I I really don't know. It's not like Anna Paquin was bad where you're like, "Oh, I would really wish they would have gotten someone else." Like not at all. It's true. It's just an interesting thing. My goodness. So, yeah, next week's Marvel What If episode will be what if Rachel Lee <laughs> Cook had accepted this role? <laughs> well, that's perfect. Because there was a Marvel What If episode last week. Did you see it? Episode 3? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at first I thought it was two episodes because the way they were promoting it on social media was with, like, side-by-side posters that made me think that we were getting a Nick Fury episode and a Black Widow episode when really it was just one episode. Yes. Yeah, so now this episode was very different from the last two. Every episode's been different with their formatting of establishing what the what-if rules are and how they go about telling the story. Um, This one is about what if the Avengers never became the Avengers because something happens to all the Avengers before they can get together. Uh, So it's kind of a mystery. And really, it's like, what if all the Avengers are dead? (laughs) Yes. That's always one of the highlights in uh, What If comics. It's always like, what if this person died? You know, like, what happened? Like, what chain of events uh, does that cause? So it was cool to see that. It's interesting because it's a mystery that you can't guess because you don't have that information at all. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. How how did you like the episode? Because it's very different from the first two. Very different from the... I've been enjoying them. Even like we said... um... As much as a Agent Carter apologist as I am, like, I understand, really, it was just, hey, what if this lady did everything Captain America did? So, as the story yes. went on, you're just like, okay, I know where this is going because I've seen Captain America. Um, yeah. Last week, with the Black Panther as Star-Lord, 
very, very different. And like that was kind of exciting to me. And with this one, this one felt like a very, you know, whereas the Black Panther episode was very funny, very light, you know, it just like, and it kept moving. This one had like a suspenseful mystery air to it, right? Yes, no, it was a mystery because uh, someone is killing Avengers and we don't know what the hell's going on. You don't know till the very end. And then like sabotaging it to make it look like the people within S.H.I.E.L.D. are the one killing Avengers. Yes. Like, who, who, who can you trust? Who's doing it? So it was good. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I like I liked it. I'm really enjoying this series. I, I'm really signed up for what if like if they want to do this for the next 10 years and just do like fucking go nuts with it i will i'm pretty much will watch everything <laughs> I, there's definitely a season two they've mentioned that they will do continuing storylines so you'll see maybe we'll see agent carter waking up in you know i know it ended like that with her waking up in uh 2000s like chris evans captain america yeah, yeah, did. Yeah. so maybe it'll be a continuation like that who knows? I've also heard some rumors that maybe it seems like they're going to do a team up. There might be like some what if Avengers stuff where they take this this Iron Man and this Captain America and this thing, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, I get you. I get you. That would be, because, be interesting. <clears throat> because it's Marvel and even though it's supposed to be an anthology series where every episode is different, it's Marvel. So they kind of feel like they have to have things connected. So, you know. There's other rumors that I, I will not I will not ruin for you. Yeah, because you but, know I uh, pay no attention to those. No attention, and I listen to nerd shit. Like I listen to nerd podcasts where they talk. I'm I'm listen. I'm not so crazy where I listen to a podcast that's like three hours where all they talk about is the Spider Man trailer. I think that's a little that's a little much. Yeah, you should listen to I, our I, podcast where we spend seven minutes on the Spider Man trailer. That's that's all you need, baby. How long we got talking about a Spider Man trailer? Where we cover the whole thing succinctly and excited. That's good. And I mean, sure, we could have gave you two or three more minutes, but four hundred more minutes. What are we talking about? Like we're know, breaking down every that, millisecond. You ain't that's got time crazy. for that. How long do you in the car? How long is your commute? Do you have a three-hour commute to listen to me and Gomez bitch about Mr. Strange? <laughs> he done fucked up, Mr. Strange. That's why he took his doctor away. That's, yeah, because that's, doing that's, shit like that. Yeah, you can't be a doctor when you're doing that. You're back to a mister. This week's uh, What If episode is a Doctor Strange episode. I don't know the details about it, but it's... Uh, it's a Doctor Strange one, so that would be interesting to what see. What if he didn't ruin all of time and space to make people forget about Peter Parker being Spider-Man? What if he listened for once? Listen to Wong. Yeah, let Wong <laughs> just the, be the Sorcerer Supreme. They're just sitting at the beach chilling. It's just a half hour of chilling. Hey, Wong, let's, let's, let's go out to the mall. Yeah. Hey, Wong, I'm going to the deli. You still want that tuna melt? Utah, give me two. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Uh, what else you watch this week? Anything good? Uh, I'm trying to think. I've been watching some series. We um, what did we watch? We watched the other two. Have you heard of this this series, Joe? I have not. Enlighten me. So it was the Comedy Central show, which is funny because we talked about what the fuck is, what on, is Comedy on Central. Comedy Central. Well, apparently so apparently, <laughs> apparently it was this show. I actually looked. I forgot to bring it up. The next week, I had a list 
of things that were on Comedy Central. There were four things on Comedy Central. One of them was The Office. One of them was South Park. The Daily and, Show. Uh, the Daily Show. But it wasn't even The Daily Show because it was like summertime. So like sometimes there was a Daily Show and sometimes it wasn't even a Daily Show. Oh, what is it? Workaholics it, or something? It's like four. I, I totally forgot now because it was weeks ago. But we were laughing because it was four shows. Not even like exaggerated. It was just four shows that played throughout four days in a row it was wild so this show the other two used to be on comedy central i believe it got canceled but hbo max picked it up a second season just dropped so we watched the first season it's about it's about a uh two a brother and sister who i guess in their 30s about our age millennials and they have a 13 year old brother who becomes famous overnight a pop famous, like super duper famous overnight. And so it's about them dealing with uh, a super famous brother now. Oh, that's interesting. <clears throat> I wonder if that's how my brother feels about me. <laughs> uh, the show is good. It's fun. It's funny. It's uh, about 30 minute episodes. So you, f- you fly through. I think it was 10 episodes in the first season. So, I mean, you're done with it one, two nights if you're sitting down there for two, three hours. Uh, it's fun. We haven't checked out season two yet, but uh, I think you would like it, Joe. I think it's a funny show. Not a lot of comedies out recently that we've watched. Have you watched any comedies recently? No, Not really, right? Uh, really, what I've been watching is uh, Kayla and I, I've been kind of getting her into He-Man. So, I love it. Well, at first, I, we watched the Netflix She-Ra series together, and she loved it. That's good. And then, so she got to pick a show after. We started watching The Owl House on Disney Plus, which actually I really enjoyed. I like that show a lot now. What is that show? It's called The Owl House. And what is it? It's about a little girl named Luce who is supposed to go to camp. Instead, she gets uh, taken into like a magic ma- school. Yeah. Ooh. Well, she's supposed to go to like regular people camp, and she goes. She follows this thing into a. a magical portal and ends up in a magical world where she basically starts hanging out with uh, this woman Ida, the uh, the owl lady they call her, and her, her dog King and so it's just like her adventures in this magical world and Wendy Malick does the voice of the owl lady and it's just like so perfect, she's so perfect for that role um, and it's just, it's just fun, I like that's something I think your daughter would love actually. I'll check it out Yeah, very good did you start Brooklyn Nine Nine? Has it come back yet? Yes, it's like five episodes in. I had no idea. We watched like the first one or two. We haven't gone back to it. I, I obviously I'll have to check that out. I do love that show. Uh, so I, I haven't even looked at um, Rick and Morty at all. I think the season's already over. I think it's either over this week or next week. Yeah. So I've I, watched a couple episodes, but we we'll watch that and we'll do a Rick and Morty episode soon. Yeah, I haven't even watched an episode. Like I said, uh, Kayla and I have been watching a bunch of other stuff. Um, we've been watching some. We watched the whole series of the 2000 X He Man together. Man, you watched a lot of He Man, motherfucker. Then then we started watching Gravity Falls. Oh, okay. That's a regular show. I mean, not a regular show, but this is a, not a He-Man show. Okay. Yeah. Well, obviously, when it's my turn to pick shows, guess what we're watching? Apparently, yes. But the, but the, I see that. The thing is, she really liked the She-Ra show. She really liked 2000X He-Man. 
I get now, it. She's liking it, so you keep. I so, got it. So we keep. I keep going to the well, and I get it. and she's coming to PowerCon with me. So she's you know like excited about this, and she's like, oh well, okay, tell me the backstory about this character, and and now she starts looking up stuff on her own, and like thinking she's a bigger He-Man fan than I am, and I'm just like, whoa, oh, slow your roll there, baby girl, cute. because so like, cute. Like adorable, you know you you just got on this ride. I I've been on it for years. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, so that's uh, it dropped, but uh, you know, I think we're gonna wait for it all to come out. No rush, and uh, we haven't been watching a lot of stuff. I'm trying to. It's uh, it's almost time for horror, so you know I've been yeah uh, yeah I, I, I you know, know I've that. been I've been looking up some stuff, getting into the swing of that stuff. So <laughs> that's what's been on my mind lately. Uh, I know I know that's coming as uh, for all you new listeners, because there is a, a lot of you. Is every year Gomez is a horror guy, so we do a six weeks of horror as we count down to Halloween and. Yours truly is most certainly not a horror guy, but listen, you like it. Come on. For the good of this program and for the sake of content, I will watch these horror movies that Gomez selects for me to watch and I will give my honest and true opinions on them. I make them watch classic stuff. You know, nothing crazy. I never give them anything too gory or or graphic. It's always mostly funny. I try to go mostly horror comedy, except when it's like a classic thing, you know. But other than that, I don't go crazy with them. We talk about a lot of He-Man. I just make them watch a couple scary movies. It's okay. And in all honesty, I I have liked the majority of the stuff. 90%. I was going to say, this The one thing this motherfucker didn't like was Evil Dead. I don't even understand. (laughs) And Killer Clowns from Outer Space. What? Like, what is going on? How is this possible? But I thought Saw was genius. It's so good. I mean, that's good. But like I said, he's like 90%, so we don't get crazy. Watch so, er- yeah. Ernest Scared Stupid a couple years ago. You go back in the archives and hunt that one out if you like. Uh, that yo, that movie is... I, I feel like I should watch that again. Only if you want to be fucking terrified, because yeah. that movie is so fucking scary. My goodness. I don't know how kids watch shit when, that, when we were kids. So oh, if, if you're a God. horror guy, stay tuned uh, over the next couple of weeks. We'll be getting that going. But Gomez, we did tease one other thing that we did watch this week. You kind of briefly glossed over it. Bob Ross, Happy Accidents, Betrayal, and Greed on Netflix. Bob Ross, such a cute man, sitting there, painting his trees. Watching that, it brought back a lot of memories. We mentioned last week when we talked about maybe watching this movie that uh, it was always on. So you either sat there and watched it before whatever you wanted to watch came on or you, you did something else. Most people sat there and watched a couple minutes and watched the man basically throw paint on it, oh, let me just make a line here and make these amazing paintings. And I watched in that man a lot. Minutes. In, 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 a in 20, 20 minutes. Shot. Yes, in 20 minutes. He used to, but when the show first started, he would paint the picture 
So they knew what was he was making, and then he's at season two. He said, "I'm just winging it. I'm going from my head." And in 20 minutes, this man would make some of the most amazing art. Uh, people mention it. Is he the most famous painter? I mean, I know we got fit like the Mona Lisa, but we don't talk about that. This guy's got toys, T-shirts, like this man, Bob Ross. God I mean, bless. They him. call him. What the world's most famous art teacher, right? Because that was kind of the the point of his show was to introduce people to this style totally. of art and yeah. and show them that it could be done, you know. And just like he was able to do this in twenty minutes, obviously he's very talented. But he they had like licensed art schools and classes that you could go to with like the Bob Ross name on it. And when I see the title of this documentary, and it's called, you know. Happy accidents, betrayal, and greed. And I'm just like, holy shit, they're going to tell us, like, like Bob Ross is a fucking asshole or something, right? Like, that's no, right. Yes, what, of course. Going in, that's what you're thinking, right? Yes. And yes, 100%. Because that's what I was like. I was like, oh, no, Bob Ross is an asshole. Like, Do I want to watch this movie? I don't know. Tune in to hear the <laughs> secret story of who really is Bob Ross. Like if if they came out and said Tom Hanks was a terrible man, you'd be like, I don't know, I can't, I don't know if I believe that. Like, I can't I'll click tell that you link. How I this can't. played out in my head, Gomez. So like, I hear the title, and now um, right away, like I start thinking about it, and like, if you hear like the voiceover, like I just did, like the the real story of Bob yes, Ross, and then they would the cut, voice. like, and all I picture is Krusty the Clown in a black and white scene wearing the Bob Ross wig, going. Yeah, I got a happy accident right here, baby. <laughs> I love the voice work this week, Joe. It's excellent. <laughs> like, that that's what I picture. Just Krusty the Clown. You know, smoking a cigarette like, here's your happy accident. I get it. He's angry. Mm, I get it. Totally. Like, so that's the kind of movie I was expecting coming in. And it really wasn't what we got. But it turns out Bob Ross was actually a pretty decent guy. Nah, Bob Ross is the best. Like, if you're worried about Bob Ross being a piece of shit, nah, he's good. Yeah, you don't have Just to other, worry. You other can people watch around movie. him. It's all, it's, all the, it's all the people he was in business with who fucked him over yeah. and fucked over his family and took all yeah, like Shit like that. So don't worry. Bob Ross is great. If you want to smile for a few minutes before we have to hear about the book, I would watch maybe the first 25, 30 minutes. It's just talking about Bob Ross. Like, oh, where he came from, how he wanted to paint, and this, that. and It's wonderful. Oh, and, and don't it, get, it's not like he's perfect, you know? Like, he cheated no, on his yeah. wife, and, you know, but, like, he seems, like, his son seems to still, like, appreciate. It's not like he has, like, a broken, fractured relationship with the memory of his father, you know, or anything like that. But, like, it's, it's really just, the movie is basically just the story of how... Like this whole Bob Ross phenomenon came to be, how his PBS show came to be, and how yeah. like people, All the people like, mishandled uh, yeah, the and fame the, and shit. The people who he was kind of in business with really just kind of took advantage of him, and even on his deathbed, were trying to get him to sign documents to get ownership of his likeness and his name, and that way they could use they could use it for licensing art products and. Like now we see Funko Pops and I'll tell you what, it, what that made me like, it made me glad I didn't buy a Bob Ross Funko Pop because I was like, I don't want to give those people a dollar of my money. They don't deserve it. 
<laughs> now you made everyone guilty. Now everyone's looking at their Bob Ross shirt or their Funko Pop, yeah, and they're going, don't, "Oh do no!" Do not buy any more of that stuff. <laughs> Go buy it illegally. Like buy a bootleg. Go to like Redbubble or something and buy someone's bullshit version of the good shirt. You want me to hit some music, Joe? Well, yeah, I just, like, what were your impressions of the movie? It was okay. It was, uh, once you figure out, like, it's nothing scandalous of, of Bob Ross, it's like, it's okay. Like, like it's nothing. Yeah, I'm kind of with you in that the first, you know what I mean? like, half hour is, like, some, like, pretty good Bob Ross biography stuff. Yeah, like, I was watching with a smile on my face. Like, oh, this is so cool. That's right. Look how we did that. All talking to, you know, his director and stuff like that. It's cool. And then, like, kind of after that, it just is like, and here are the people that it's fucked like, oh, him. Here's piece of shit number one. Yeah. Like, it's like, okay. And then, oh, and then this happens. So it's like, like I said, it's not bad. It's not great. It's another one of those. It's okay. There's some interesting stuff, but it's nothing, nothing crazy. When you hear Bob Ross documentary, you hear that title, you're like, woo, we getting yeah, some juicy. Once again, no. a very misleading title. So, you know. That's why I was like, yeah, it's good. I don't so have a lot to say on it. Maybe let's hit the music now. Are you a man? A double main man? Are you a man? A triple main man? A man, man, man? A quadruple main man? Are you a man? Are you a man? All right, Joseph. Bob Ross, was it Happy Accidents, Betrayals? Happy Accidents, Betrayal, and Greed. Greed. <laughs> oh, WCW Greed. <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs> Don't get me started. Oh, <laughs> I will get you started. Uh, Joe, what do you give that title that I just said a minute ago? On the main man standards. Uh, so like we said, it was very misleading title. I came in expecting one movie, ended up with something um, that I didn't really know if I needed. Like I said, the Bob Ross, like actual biography stuff, like where he came from, his, you know, his whole background and stuff was pretty good. And I felt like had you left it as just like a, a half hour or a 45 minute Bob Ross feel good story, it would have been a lot more effective. Otherwise, yes, would have loved to feel good story. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, like this just felt like it. Once you got past like his kind of rise to prominence, it just felt like it started dragging when you got all these people like just trying to fuck him over, and then it's like, oh, and here's another way they did it. Oh, and here's another way they did it, and it just like it really took a lot away from the impact of the overall film. So I'm only going to go with a double main man, two stars, uh, two, two and a half, but definitely, you know, kind of in the middle there, Bob Ross, not perfect, but when it comes to the painting, the way he went about teaching great stuff, seeing him fucked over. I mean, yes, that is interesting to some people, obviously to hear how, uh, you know, People handled, uh, mishandled his fortune, sure. But uh, I, I would have liked a nice puff piece. I uh, maybe it's out there. Maybe there's like an A and E maybe doc, uh, biography episode or something like that. I'll look for it. But uh, yeah, 
again, it's not a waste. It's about an hour, 30 minutes. It's not long. Yeah. I, it's I not just, bad. But like I said, I you know, when you have, like, that bio and you're like, oh, he's doing this, and then they show when he has, like, his son on the show and they're having good times painting together and they show him going to, like, the carnival, wherever it is, like, wherever it was where there's just, like, all these kids, like, standing around trying to paint and he's, like, kind of walking through with, like, almost like a sense of wonder for himself, like seeing yeah. like that all these people came out to see him and yeah. paint with him. And like that kind of stuff is very, very cool. And uh, I did like that. Another Netflix okay movie. Seems like uh, we're on a streak of those. Yeah, but you know what? At least Netflix keeps putting out like, I mean, there's a lot of new stuff on Netflix, you know, a lot of original well, That's what content. they do. They'd, I mean, that's, I mean, their, that's obviously their business model now. But yeah, it, feel, like it feels it feels like movies. Yeah, it feels like there's just so much out there now. Like if you go through like the new releases or what's hot, like there's like an exceptional amount of content up there right now. Content, content, name of the game, baby. Come on. Ooh, look at the time, Joseph. Yes, look at it. We're out of time for this episode. So does that mean it's time to hit some music? I'm hitting it. It is now time for the Big Finish. All right, Joe, we got a Big Finish today. This one's very, very broad. I probably maybe should have specified, but we'll work it out together. Uh Uh-oh. Today's Big Finish. You'll see in a second. Top three memes. So I probably... Wrote this down with a specific idea, but then I didn't write the specific idea. So we're just going to wing it, and uh, whatever the top three things that come to your mind, uh, we'll do it there. Here we go. There's a lot of memes out there. Like I said, I should have specified, but uh, I think we could figure it out. What what are the... To me, the first one that comes to mind is the This Is Fine Dog. That's that's a great one. Yes, that is. That that so that's got to be number one, right? No, that is definitely that's a, that's an all timer. Or maybe maybe it's not. Maybe it's an all timer to us. You never know those circles, Joe. Maybe that's not as popular as we think. I don't know. It can't be. That's used for like literally everything. 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 Uh, memes. Let me think now. Okay, so all right, here we go. I'm. Leo, I mean, he's... Leo reaction memes. My yeah. favorite would be from Django Unchained, Mr. Candy. Yes. That with the glass. Like, this motherfucker. <laughs> you psych. Oh, that's 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 one of my favorites. Uh, yes, I know you love that one. You use it all the time. Um, and on a similar note, my next one is going to be the one with the dude just pointing to his head when you do something smart. Yes. <laughs> that's a good one. point to say. But I think when you say that, I think people know what you mean, right? I mean... Like... 100%. All right, so there's, there's two more for me that I have. So I don't know which one would be three or two or whatever. But one is the, the blinking man emoji when someone says something outlandish and it's just the dude like... Just... Yes. So that one, and then of course Homer Simpson in the bushes. Homer Simpson in the bushes is dynamite. I'm a fan of the uh, it's Nick Young, 
the basketball player, the confused looking up like the huh? Oh yes. <laughs> like this what? This? And a lot of times they animate it with like uh punctuation question, marks around yeah, his head. Around his head, exactly. <laughs> Uh, time's up. I think we're going to revisit that. Maybe we'll go back and uh, pinpoint specific uh, things there. Joe, we're out of time for this Carl Gomez episode. I had a good time today, Gomez. Did you? We had a good time. All over the place. I think that's what the people love. A little bit of everything. It, it does seem like people do enjoy the episodes where we just, you know, give them a, a buffet. A full buffet of pop culture goodness. Next week. Shang-Chi comes out. I think it's Shang-Chi, actually, even though it's an A. I think Shang? it's Shang-Chi. Shang? Like, like that. Like pronounced like an O? Pronounced like maybe a U. Shang. Oh, I know. It's it's not pronounced like an A, I believe, if you listen to the, the trailer. Yes. But uh, So that comes out this week, the big Marvel movie. Of course, we'll be talking about that. If I could squeeze it in, I believe I have time. It's Labor Day weekend, but I think I have a little time I could catch a screen in there yeah i'll try to get it in myself uh i shouldn't have too many issues because as we have established i do not have kids so (laughs) things are a little bit easier for me yes i have a kids party and i have a barbie it's just busy weekend what hey i'm sure i'll be watching lots of stuff and bullshitting until then, Joe, uh, where can they keep up with us during the week? You can keep up with us all over social media, Instagram and Twitter, at Jomez. Remember, subscribe to this episode, share it with your friends, get them to subscribe. Wherever you do subscribe, please remember to leave a five-star review because that helps us out a lot. And then you can follow us individually. I'm basically everywhere on the internet, at the Joe Shoes. Um, the Gomez one five four on Twitter, and Gomez will st- will be starting an Instagram soon, hopefully. Yes, I take pictures of stuff, so I should I should post them. He posts stuff in our group chat all the time, so <laughs> he, he could be a little bit more active on social media. Yes, I will. <laughs> so yeah, do all those things. Like I said, if you do subscribe, take a screenshot, tweet it to us at Cardjomez using the hashtag. Belly button splash. If you would like an 8x10 signed by me, we'll get that out to you. And Gomez, I haven't told you this yet, but you and I are going to have some special car Jomez autograph photos going out to replace just the Joe 8x10s that are going out now. So we'll have some Gomez and Joe photos. Oh, I don't even know what this means, but okay, I'm excited. You're excited. Feel these nipples. Uh, But until next week, Joe. Until next time, friends. Peace. One, two.